You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus. And I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. The record button is now on. I'm Wildus! And I'm Worm! And this is Way Out on the Wing! Let's rip! On this week's episode, we review the latest grand final results from the NTFA Premier Division, SFL Women's, and of course the State League competition. We speak to Clary Boone medal winner Josh Dutchy Holland on the drought breaking premiership at Bracknell and the festivities that rock the town all Saturday night long. We reveal the winner of our hypothetical state series, which could end in some controversy. And after giving out a clip beyond the year last week, we're back in the inner circle of trust and a re-rub shoulders with Tasmanian media and AFL royalty at an AFL TAS function. We chat about some random London stories from the past, and of course, as always, we'll cover off on all the local footy news you don't need to think you know about, but should really, really know about now. Well, Wormy, what a weekend. <laughs> Take two. Yeah. We started recording then. No, we didn't. We started talking then for five minutes and you forgot to record. It was only three minutes. That's all right. We need to take two. It was pretty dour intro, but we're back. That's all right. We are back. 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 Almost into the tail end of the season. About to bookend it. Well, hold on on that. There could be something really exciting coming up, so let's not uh, let's fo- not go there yet. Well, it's an unsanctioned thing, but I'm still counting it. Wing towards on game. tour. I'm still counting it. Wing towards on tour. Games played. Ooh. So anyway, hey mate, what a great weekend in footy. Well, not so much for you that um, bleeds a bit of red and black. So I'm going to congratulate Launceston because I know you can't say those words that are coming out of your mouth. So congratulations to Lonnie. State Premiers in the TSL, they were too good on the weekend. I tell you what, North were gallant up until about five minutes into the last and then they uh, Lonnie kicked a few. I wonder, um, and you can never, you know, it's never moments. Well, there's always moments in time in a game and it always seems to affect right at the end of games. But I wonder if, if Fooney had to kick that goal right at the end of the three-quarter time and they had it gone in with a lead. I, I, I don't know. I think Lonnie was still too good to run over the top of them. But just that mindset might have changed a little bit. Who knows? So anyway, that's football, hey? Exactly. Um, luckily, it wasn't the last, right, the last kick of the game no, or something like true. that. You don't a bit like that. The, uh, the reserves game in the uh, NTFA. Um, yeah, a bit, Premier of, Division. bit of controversy. Grand final. South bit not happy. Siren Gate. Mm, Siren Gate. So for those unaware, the, the, the uh, umpire polite. called talk Time. A little, talk a little bit louder. The umpire called Time um, when the uh, when the clock hit 20 minutes, well, but the siren hadn't actually gone. I don't even know if the umpire called Time. Yeah, no, umpire called Time. Right. I, I was and told it, that everyone just ran, ran on, the field. but the umpire hadn't even done anything. Yeah. So fortunately, it was a four-point margin to um, oh. Longford's, and it, I don't think it was in a, a forward fifty or right. Okay. So I don't what, think it had too much bearing on the ground. The, the reason was that there was a blood rule, so time had been called off or right. um, at some point during the quarter. Okay. So. There's a bit of blood rule in the state league, actually. Fair bit of claret. Looking, I was looking down on all the, the people from where I was positioned. Bit and, pe- um, fair bit of powder puff throwing. If you yeah, ask me. Yeah, so there's a bit of bit of claret running through the bench. Bit of tape jobs. So anyway, um, it was good. No, it was it was good, good weekend. To, it was it, on Saturday yeah. to see the. Uh, 
the Red Legs, the prawn coach Red Legs, Bracknell getting up for their first senior uh, premiership yep. in the NTFA, which was uh, a good game in the end. Yeah, it was. I sort of set it up early. Well, and- I, I, underdogs, I reckon. I mean, I know they're in good form, but. South had been quality all year. They just, uh, yeah, couldn't have it in the end. I reckon the big boys were the difference. Which makes for, it... Um, for Bracknell then. Yeah, the two Ruckman, Sam Douglas and uh, Big Matty Dennis. Matty Dennis. Um, yeah, with South Losing, it makes our state series Ooh. a little bit Ooh. interesting. Yeah, we had, we had Rocha Lee. We're we, talking uh, about Rocha. We, um, the Red we Legs. Might, we might uh, get back to that a little bit later. Might have to replace um, South with the Red Legs. Yeah. You can't have the runners-up in the state competition. Well, it sort of sets it up for Signet. Mm, mm. To take it. Anyway. Just imagine if Hewenville beat them. We'll have to we'll go yeah. Hewenville v... Well, there might be a, yeah, Hewenville might be a super v. series. Bracknell. Well, actually, speaking of that, uh, we'll talk about that later on. A little super series. Anyway, um, mate, my actually footy experience started on Friday night with the... With the STJFA uh, under 18s, did you happen to see that? I'm, I'm, I did not. I'm loving, absolutely loving the streaming that uh, everyone's doing of the local footy. And yeah, Clarence v Lauderdale, um, they had their under 18s. Uh, Duff, Duff had that on. What time? Um, well, I was cooking dinner. Uh, I was, I was so whipping up something 10, in 10 the 30? in the thermo mix. Ching. Um, no, not, was... we are not sponsored by <laughs> Thermomix. <laughs> I thought it was just a. Plug, so we get. Oh, well, you think someone's going to be working for Thermomix <laughs> listening to this? The correlation there is non-existent. What you saying? Football players don't cook? No, I'm saying the people that run the Thermomix that it could potentially additional hey, sponsorship. Know. Yeah, true. Anyway, Do you think um, Mets use Thermomix. Who? The Mets. I mean, uh, who's Zeps? Zeps? No, no Mets. It's all Maybe Mets. Are they new sponsors? Ooh, we could. Previous in, owners in might have been able to help yeah, us, but um, but no, no. Watch the STJFA. Apparently, it was going to be played up. Um, they Campbelltown. S- no, well, they said it was going to be played up north, but um, they ended up decided because it was the two southern teams. Uh, that, would that be right? Anyway. Um, Clarence won. Big highlight in the game, though, was an attempted absolute hanger. I was watching. I heard the the, the commentators just go nuts. So I had to quickly rewind. It was huge, but he dropped it, so it didn't really count. Oh, so he touched it. It yeah. wasn't just a... Yeah, no, it was huge. Big Connor Woolley. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. It was on Connor Woolley. Ned Ward took the... So Connor Woolley, the new Max Gorn. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but it didn't stick. But yeah, no, the Roos got, got the win. Um... Now, interesting uh, thing to say about the coach, Jared Reed. Do you remember playing against Raven? No. So he, I played my year at Clarence. I played with him. Uh, he was a gun, well known for kicking four snags in the first quarter. As a, I think he might have been like a nineteen-year-old with sauce on them for Clarence, maybe. Anyway, I remember playing. He, John's homemade. He also played for. So the re, when we played against him was he was playing for St Virgil's, and we were at uni. And I remember we were playing at Newtown Oval, and. Must have been early on, and I think I must have I must have been tagging him, or I was on him anyway at this stage. And um, he hold your hold no, your derogatory <laughs> comments, hold your derogatory comments. Uh, your definition of tagging is not everyone else. <laughs> Loosely, anyway, the ball got kicked down to us, and it was, it wasn't meant to. I think it was like an early kick in. Anyway, the ball was there near us. He grabbed it, smashed it into my guts, and said, "Here you go, mate. Have a kick. It's the only one you're going to get all day." I was like, "Oh, yeah. really? Yeah." Anyway, he's a ripping bloke, Raven, but he was the Coach of Clarence and won, and how much that so one well done to him. Um, I think it was about thirty points in the end. It was closer than that during the day. Pretty like the state league; they just kicked away. At oh, the end. Okay, so it wasn't a stress free day in the box. No, 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 definitely not. No, it was a yeah. I think Lauderdale might have been favourites. So um, anyway, it was a good good result. There's a fair bit of youth there 
in Clarence and actually uh, coming up through the ranks, the under-16 Clarence team is phenomenal. Um, they've got all the old ex-Clarence uh, boys, the Gapens and Herds and Coonies and all those names all coming through and I think they won their premiership by about 100 and something points undefeated during oh, wow. the year. So, yeah, the State League's still around in uh, six, seven, eight years' time. Look out. So, more um, on that later on as well. Speaking of State League, uh, the grand final yesterday, uh, well, you did more than I did, rub shoulders with the, oh, with the, the big wigs and... I don't know, still, we were the only people not to be um, mentioned in the welcome. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, by Andy. Thanks, Andy. Um, actually, it was interesting. We So we got invited by AFL Taz, which was lovely. Thanks, Gilly, for the invite. Uh, was that in lieu of not doing a presentation of the William Leach? <laughs> he, he asked, uh, I mentioned it as a joke, and he said, gee, I knew it wouldn't take long before he <laughs> shit-stirred me about this. But, um, mate, there was royalty there in, in the media. Um, I don't know whether we classify ourselves as media yet, but Lithgow Flash was the MC, Andy Bennett, Brent Costello was there, Budgie Gapen, uh, Corey Martin, our mate Corey, Rob Fares was there. Adam Smith from the Mercury yeah. on his last, last assignment. Last, yeah, last day. So Tipping into the beers he was too. Normally was a soda, soda water man. Right, not the cruisers. Uh, no, I may be lying. He was on the sodas. Um so yeah, we're amongst a fair bit of media royalty. When you when you them, I think they were looking and going, who are these two blokes? Well, yeah, considering we'll I was in a fair bit of a North gear. Yeah, all of it. Uh, and then, so I, 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 the I went... Suit pants so the game started and I went down with my people down into the stands. Yep. And you didn't want a bar of it. You I wanted to up set up my the top people. with your finger food and yep. your little serviettes and your cocktail. Uh, you missed out. Last. You left before the deep fried camembert arrived. Well, you got to realise... It was so good. That later in the evening when I was in the North Club Rooms, all the food you didn't eat all came out into North Mate, Club Rooms. there wouldn't have been much because Gilly and I smashed back a plate of that deep fried camembert. Well, that's not going to do our multi-sport championships <laughs> any good, is it? We're not, we're not talking about that. Um, um, so, yeah. So, yeah. you no, there was wined some, and dined up there uh, and then... Well, it just, you know, you, were, you, you, deal with, you deal with those sort of people. <laughs> I'll deal with you know the the the. I um... cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> Shouldn't say that. You cut that there out. There is um... no way I'm going to edit this out now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, we were invited, so I thought it was the right thing to do was to. No, thank mingle. you, Fabius. I did. I didn't get the chance to say thank you up there, but no, uh, you didn't. Thanks, Gilly. Thanks, Andy. Um, Sat next to Anthony Osborne. Sat next to uh, Kremer for watching the game. He was he, he was going to present the he cup. He's done North, out of a job in that yeah, last quarter. If North won, so he was was looking forward to that. S- stuck around for a few beers yeah, after the game. His too. wife, she knows the, the football as well. She was there screaming as well. It was good to see. Anyway, um, it was a good day. It was a good game. It was good weather. It was. Sun uh, was out. The Premier was there. Our mate. Yep. So I had a good chat did you with. Talked uh, to him about the goats. I did. did asked you? him how they were going. He well, said that's what caused him sick. Uh, <laughs> that caused him to get sick. I think How? to know. <laughs> About to say, might have eaten them, but anyway, oh, who knows? But no, it was a good, uh, good day. A couple of things from it, just quickly. Um, loved the panel, and and I, I look at it this way. So I've, I've you know I've done my coaching like you, but I but you you went and did the state league coaching and right at that top level for Tassie, whereas I I haven't done that, and I love listening to those guys and their knowledge and coaches and getting a different perspective. Um, not so much. Well, so for the a, panel was Paul Kennedy, coach of. Uh, Glenorchy, yep. Budgie Gapen, former Clarence champion, coach yep. of the state side. Yep, um, French, Clinton French. Clinton French, Glenorchy premiership player and North Hobart coach. And Taylor. And Taylor Whitford, yep. um, former North Ontestan coach. Yeah, so I um, I, I quite, I like listening to it. I mean, it wasn't anything controversial out of the box. Um, I did like uh, PK's 
thought process on the future of Tassie footy and not this, we have to have this or this. He thought, you know, for a sustained competition, we need to have a Tassie team in the AFL. They're all for it. But also we need a development league as in a Mariners or what do we call them, the Devils, as well as a state league. So you've got those guys who aren't coming back from AFL and going and playing. He uses the analogy. You don't want a team playing one week for the Tassie team playing against Richmond Footy Club and then getting dropped the next week and going back and playing against Richmond in the old scholars. So we need that middle tier, which is quite interesting. Um, but it was good. I, 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 I sat next to um, yeah Paul and with Gilly and was listening to his sort of thought process on the game and... Um, yeah, he's uh, very well compared or, or emceed over across the day by Flash. Yeah, except the time Spoke that he a little bit too much. Flash, the, except right. the time that he uh, dropped in the line, um, something along the lines of the number A. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was standing next to Wayne Povey, and Pose and I just looked at each other and just started giggling. Oh, like I think I think the brain was working too quickly for Flash's you, mouth at you, that point. You can't get everything right. And Andy Bennett gave him a good little dig. He too. did. Yeah. <laughs> It's always covering for him in the commentary box. So, oh, yeah. anyway, enough about that and yeah. our time up with the um, with the big wigs. Hey, so you reckon you like what you're hearing? Well, why don't you do us a big favour and head on to your podcast channel of choice, search way up in the wing, drop a little review in for us. Derek's done it, Worm's done it, and I've done it. And we need a few more on there because the more reviews we get, and the more favourable stars, the better off we're going to be next season when we introduce the wing league. Standalone competition. Okay, maybe we're not going to do that, but we need your help. Listen, like, subscribe, and rate and review us, and we will pump things up next season. Bigger, better, bolder, broader, bustier. Just do it. At Way Out Wing, search, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Love you. Uh, moving to the news of the week. Um, Tasmanian, one of Tasmania's favourite football sons, Grant Birchall, retired. Yes. Um, Brisbane Lions, boy. 287 games. Oh, oh, more Hawthorne, but... Well, I think he... Dev, <laughs> Devonport boy more than anything. Well, there we go. Apparently, he... I, he um, spoke to a few people that said that he was one of the most talented... Or the most talented underage player that Actually, they've ever seen. Yeah. Just I read that as well across somewhere. the ground yeah. at Devonport. Left footer. Um, yeah. So that's um, I wonder how long has he been at Brisbane? Two nah, years? Uh, I think it was only one. I think it was just one. Yeah. I wonder if he might. Maybe wonder two. if he'd go into coaching now or come back home. Uh, who knows? Know. Recruit for a local team. Maybe that's who PK was alluding to, um, trying to get at Glenorchy. Maybe. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Uh, New Norfolk. Do you see that news? Investigating uh, an alleged incident at the club? No, I didn't. But staying, uh, staying very tight-lipped about the nature of the complaint. Okay. So I haven't, I haven't. That was late last week. Um, I haven't heard whether or not there's anything further coming out of that, which right. is never a great sign. No. Is, is there any, any rumours on what was? No, 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 no. It's been very, very tight-lipped. Okay. I did. Hey. I did see um, on the negative side. Old mate from OHA got six weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Reduced with, down to six. Yeah, for his hit Ray behind Hill. play on Jay Bowden. So, uh, very... Trad Duggan. Was it Trad Duggan? For St. Virgil's. Got four weeks. I think it was Trad. For his hit on... Ray Hill. All oh, right. 
Um, yeah, I saw six down to four. St. Virgil's weren't too happy, but I think once he's ex- been offered and accepted, it's done and dusted. So there's no rights of appeal or anything like that. But anyway, Jay would came out and was pretty frustrated and said, "We don't need that sort of stuff in footy," and couldn't agree more from that point of view. So, yeah, um, not good. Uh, speaking with an individual yesterday at lunch, <laughs> an, 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 an individual, individual. Uh, speaking or slurring. We were we were referring to the NTFA Division One and Division Two in conversations, knowing exactly what each of us were talking about. Yeah. Until we realised that they're actually called the Premier Division and Division One, which it get, it's been like that last year and I oh know this year. Yeah, no, two years. Yeah, incredibly confusing when you're actually, in a conversation. Actually, three, three years, years, I think. The NTFA may be changing that back. Ooh, scoop. A little bit of a scoop. The word premier may be dropped. Right. Sorry, Peter Gutwin. Maybe, why don't they call it the The NTFA Gutwin League? Gutwin League. League. (laughs) That's Um, what the NWFA are uh, changing it to. Do you reckon reckon there's potential then, just looking down the line, for a Div 3? I reckon there's a chance for Div 4. Five and six. Okay, there you go. Well, they are one of the best-run comps in the state, so maybe they're going to take to, over. Makes more sense to go back to Div 1, Div 2, Div 3, progressive down, and yeah. run, with, run with a... Oh, state competition. No, promotion uh, relegation. Oh, promotion. Sorry, yeah, what am I thinking? I've been <laughs> on about it for five years. Um, I don't mind the Premier League. I, I, I'd actually... At first, I was like, oh, why change? But no, I don't no. I don't mind Premier. It'll, you get used to it. No, it'll no. go. No, okay. It'll, it'll uh, I was actually speaking to um, the president of the uh, NTFA, Scott Rigby, on Sunday at the luncheon with our Cameron Bear, and um, he, I said, "Oh, have you been listening into the podcast?" He said, "Actually, actually, we have. Uh, I've had a listen, and there was even a moment where I was listening to something, and you and Wilders said something about something, and I sat back and thought, oh." Actually, that's not a bad idea. We we should consider that. So, obviously, we're we're going places, mate, with our, with these conversations that we're having. Unless we're just giving all our good ideas out. Well, we're not going to we're not going to run a footy league, are we? So, give them. Why say, not? Ooh, hello. Why not? Hello. The wing league. Uh, because I've admit I've been helping administer a footy club. I don't think I could make the well, jump that, to administer to a this to a league. This week's dedication is to administrators. Well, we draw. We, we, we try to work. We're working, our We're working our way in. But send us an email if you want to be part of the. I'm just trying to think what season we might potentially get it up and going. Uh, 2022. We'll, we'll get hey, it going next we'll, year. We'll, hey, we'll have a timeline. The more wing than, more than the AFL will give us. So. We'll be in before Tassie gets an AFL side. Oh, hold on. Settle down. The wing league. The wing lead might comprise one game of two teams, but it'll still be a lead. Compulsory wing lids must be worn. So anyway, no. Scott was um, happy with the work we're doing. Said it's definitely better than the commentary gig that we did. So uh, <laughs> which we one time banned, banned, and now we're we're potentially back. We have covered off on that for listeners, haven't we? Uh, I don't know. It, it's Ooh. probably worth it's a whole new episode. And I actually feel really bad about that because here we are talking about. Pumping up the umpires and that don't drop me in it. <laughs> no, no, no. It was very, very poor behaviour on my part. Ashamed of it, and I've learnt from that. But anyway, we won't go on that. Speaking of umpires, we mentioned oh, great quick segue there. there. We mentioned last week about the um, letter to the editor. I read out yeah. the letter to the editor about the the complaints 
in the regards junior, to the, the junior, junior the junior day. Well, the NTJFA president, Paul House, and the NTFUA, the Umpires Association president, Sarah Shepherd, actually wrote into the examiner uh, with an article and, and had some comments in regards to it. The examiner didn't print it, but we will. Well, at least I'll surmise what was said uh, in regards to it. So Paul um, sent me through an email and said, match day officials did deal with and reported a couple of incidents on the day. However, there appears to have been more examples of abusive behaviour that went unreported. Uh, if we were made aware of such abuse, actions would have been taken to deal with the offenders as this behaviour is not tolerated. So I think they just wanted to get out there and say, hey, listen, we don't tolerate this kind of behaviour. I can understand it would be very, very hard to monitor and do everything you know, across... How many games did they play? Nine. Nine games throughout the with everything else you're trying to do, manage, present awards, make sure umpires are the right, balls, etc. But they definitely are doesn't help when a game goes into double extra time. No, that's right. Um, but the the um, Sarah Shepherd did say did say the NTFUA encourage anyone who's keen to, to pick up a whistle, come and attend one of their training sessions, recommencing next year. Uh, so, you know, you do that, you'll get a better understanding of the game and obviously that's going to help the junior members and players. So definitely encourage anyone to do that. You've put our hand up to umpire. Yeah, we'll do week. it. So yeah. anyway, we'll do a couple of games. We'll, actually, we'll do we, what I we spoke, can to I help. I spoke to someone on Saturday about that and they said they come and watch us umpire. Oh, really? Which I thought was a rather <laughs> inter- interesting option to go and watch the football. What's the name of our mate from the umpires? Lockie. Lockie. Did you see him sprint across the ground on at s- quarter time? When there was a bit of a melee in the TSL. So, so um, there was a melee up the, the top, the northern end. Mitch Thorpe, nowhere near it, walked away, was walking into his huddle because I thought oh, I might be on him. Mitch, he... he did the right thing, turned around, went into his huddle. Anyway, Lockie. Lockie has sprinted from the southern end through the middle. Mitch has turned around and seen this bloke who wasn't in umpire gear, was had his jacket and his pants, and thought, who's this spectator, I reckon, running onto the ground. He started ch- chasing in until he realised who he was. <laughs> I thought, oh, gosh, it's going to be on here. So anyway, it was a... It was, it was a it was a bit of two and throwing, but I didn't think the game was too bad. In that speaking round. of um, speaking of people invading the field and stuff, the end of the game on Saturday. Saturday. So the final siren went, and there might have been a bit of loose checking, probably similar to your tagging efforts <laughs> by security or allegedly by security down at the uh, southern end of the gates, uh, gates near, onto the ground, amongst the, the throng Bracknell. of Bracknell supporters. Anyway. One or two of them got through the gate or over the fence and stuff, and then it was like trying to was hold on. back a damn wall. It was on. And so for the next five or six, min- five or six minutes, <laughs> five or six minutes, the entire Bracknell army were on the field, and who was right in the guts of it Crowd trying to... to Major Tom. Major Rick, Hollywood Fontaine, in there with his... Microphone. He can do any, acting his crowd control. Mate, Rick, I reckon Rick it's a new career for him. Absolutely. Um, he struggled initially, but eventually got them off with, mate, a, with just, the threat of we we can't hand out the premiership cup or medals if you don't the, get off the one field. One of the smartest things I've ever heard. But he went above and beyond his Absolutely. call of duty. Well, MC role. Next thing you're doing is crowd control. I mean, that's he can do it all. He can do it just all. Get it. He, the only thing he was lacking: bit of high vis. Yeah. 
I reckon he'd look good in a bit well, of high-vis. Well, he was in the interview. High-vis mask. He was in the Ever seen one of those at the moment yet? No. No, probably for good reason. He was in the um, He was in the Get your wing high-vis uh, mask coming soon. Rick was in the NTFA black, so it was a bit hard, but he did well. He, I did see him at the basketball on Wednesday. He said, when, when am I coming on? So, sorry, Hollywood. Well, well, um, we can't provide a platform for everyone. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll get him on. Maybe a sum-up of the... The NTFA, I'll get him and Scott on to have a chat. Um, Plans actually. Speaking of NTFA, oh, we do, we're talking a lot of NTFA. Well, it's I was there talking to um, Scott, who gave me plenty of time on Sunday, and he you know wants to promote it and knows that the listening audience. Funny, listening I spoke to, to him after you spoke to him. He said that worm bite won't <laughs> shut up. No, I'm a good listener. Um, <laughs> he he mentioned two under eighteen licenses have been granted to Old Scotch Collegians Football Club and St. Patrick's Football Club. Mm. So two new teams entering the under-18 competition next year. So there you go. Oh, good one. Yeah. Breaking. Yep. Um, North Hobart Women's uh, opened expressions of interest for an as- a playing assistant coach, the women's side, which would be a, a great opportunity um, for... Oh, anyone from a women's competition? Who's who's the coach? Who's the women's coach? I can't remember who no. the I can't remember who the women's coach is. I did see what else did I see? Someone else coming back to women's football from a coaching point of view. Anyway, oh, that one slipped. That one slipped my slipped my mind. Uni Mowbray there after a coach. Still to come, we have a chat with the Clary Boone medalist Dutchie Holland from Bracknell. We'll have a look at our state series and who came out on top there. And we will announce an exclusive wing inside look at AFL Grand Final Week. All that and more coming up. We ran into some very sleep-deprived South Launceston players at the TSL Grand Final. One, a massive fan who preferred not to be named. No. (laughs) Yeah. But he loves the show. They provided some very in-depth commentary on the game. You call that in-depth commentary? Albeit not for broadcasting. (laughs) In 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 games. So shout out luring. No no no. Shout out no. to you know who. You know who, Mister Big Fan, who didn't want to get mentioned. Appreciate your feedback, and I hope you had a, a lovely day today. You would have been in a mess in all sorts. But anyway, it was good. Um, what, we, what, what what were your thoughts on the atmosphere of the NTFA? We we spoke about it with Dutchy the NTFA compared to the TSL. Well, you were there both days outside with your people. What what were your thoughts? Uh, every time Launceston kicked a goal, it was very quiet where I was sitting. That's probably because you were in <laughs> it was red and dead black. Quiet. Uh, do you know what? It was start of the game. It was very sterile. Yeah, it was, wasn't like, it? To the point where you could very easily hear the players out on the ground. Um, I would suggest that there was probably more noise on um, Saturday. Uh, and I, I don't know the reasons behind that or whether or not it's because... I don't know whether it's as simple as North and Launceston have been the two better sides all year. They played in a grand final last year and so there was almost that element of expectation that they were the two that were going to play off so it wasn't a surprise whereas you look at the NTFA and, and Bracknell having not won a senior premiership and stuff, there's probably a bit, not not a bit more on the line but a bit more um, parochialism and, yeah. and supporter. Ship there, yeah, and I, <clears throat> and I also oh, think oh, that's <laughs> going to highlights. I also think you've got you know you've got a town basically coming out to support the footy club. So mark, mark that one. <laughs> forty-one minutes, I doubt it. An hour forty-one. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's they're both just different. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, did you know there's a women's state final? I did. I do yeah. have that so, marked down to so, yeah, so on the, state I did, did not know anything about this, and I, I follow the women's game um, with a keen eye. But on Wednesday, on the weekend, we saw Lonnie, who won the NTFA Premiership for the women's competition here, uh, went through the season undefeated, lost their first game of the year going down to Olveston, who were the NTFL Women's Premiers. So... All the uh, girls proved too strong and, yeah, continued on their winning ways. They defeated the Blues by 19 points, three goals, 12-30 to one goal, 5-11 at uh, Dial Park up in Penguin. So they, um, yeah, so they will now, Alveston, they will now take on the SFL Div 1 Premier's Glenorchy this weekend. At North Hobart Oval? Yeah, North Hobart Oval on Sunday at 1pm. Uh, I'm presuming that's for the state final. Or the state premiership. Now, question. Is this a preview of the involvement of footy in the state? Going back to a regional comp with a state premier for the men's. Are AFL TAS using the women's competition around the state to trial run this approach? Your thoughts, Wilders? Short answer is I hope so, yes. That's, that's, that's where I'm at. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, me too. I love it. I just think that it, it it has been in the past, and then for whatever reasons it's it's dropped off. Um, but I think bringing it back in may bring back that parochialism, um, and supporters get it interesting. Yeah, well, um, I, well, for another week. Well, we spoke to and how can you not? How can you not want what are the two best sides vying for a vying for a state premiership? Yeah. We uh, we spoke about it with Ned last week in regards to the the coastal teams and you know he knows he's got his foot on the well his what is it hand on the pulse foot on the pulse what's the what's the same finger in the pie <laughs> whatever it is uh, up there on the coast and he's you know pretty adamant that they'll never have a team in the current form of the statewide. I wonder if that'd be different if it was a you know north competition where you were playing Lonnie or South Lonnie or or North Lonnie. Um, against your Burnies, your Alvestons, your Devonports. And, you know, you're only travelling that hour and a half distance compared to the three and a half. Would that entice more players to play in that higher competition? Who knows? We don't know don't the answers know. to this. Maybe, but well, okay, then. Put it this way. How are you going to get sides, clubs, to want to play in that state series with more enticement? Fi- financial benefit. So you make it some, not an outlandish, but a twenty grand for the state a, a premier, a significant financial windfall. Well, the AFL, if you, to, AFL if you Taz, to win it, AFL Taz must get some funds from the AFL. So put a portion of that aside to as prize money for the men and the you women, equal tell, prize money for the men and the women, and then run that competition. But you can't tell me there are not clubs out there, or that. I don't think you can name one club that doesn't want more money in which to prop themselves up. Oh, of course. It, you know, it's needed to keep clubs alive. I mean, we, we rely on sponsors and generous donors and all that stuff. But just a quick one. How do you work out who... So it's, let's, let's say in the women's, it's north, you know south, northwest. How do you work out who gets... The straight route. Is it a rotation system? I don't know. I'm not going to answer that oh, question. Oh, come on. That's why we're on a podcast. Give, for... give it some thought. Because I'm going to throw something back at you. I love it. Hit me. You speak of state series. I have the final numbers oh. on our state series. 
It's null and the void, final. mate. South didn't even make well, it. Well, very interesting this. So, our state series final between Signet, hypothetical. Before you get to this. Oh, you cut me off South, every time. No, hold on. There's a button just there that goes mute. If Try South, it out. If South win this vote, yep. does that mean Bracknell get it? By default. Well, they beat them. They well, just beat them. You ask about numbers and the votes. Here's another Excel spreadsheet. No, I'm only joking. <sighs> We'll uh, we'll the votes run across three social media uh, spaces. TikTok, Snapchat, and... OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. Instagram vote. Very, very interesting. Signet with 29% of the vote. The South vote or the, the vote? vote. South Launceston, 71% of the vote. Wow. And there were how many votes? Like probably three or 4,000 on that? Uh, Close to? Take a zero off that. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, Facebook, flip the other way. Wow. 67% Signet, 23% South Launceston, 23, 33%. More boys. 33%. More boys from the Hewan. Twitter, Ooh. 62% Signet, 38% so that's, South Launceston. That's good on so, numbers, but... The winner... With an overall percentage of 61% That's pretty tight. of the total votes cast, Signet. Well, there you go. Now, if they get rolled this weekend, Hewanville we are it. stuffed. <laughs> no, this, Hewanville this get it. This league is stuffed. Hewanville get it by default, just like Bracknell would have got it if South. Well, it's either that or we have to we have a again. little repper charge. Mm, and Hewanville play Bracknell there in a repper charge. Oh, wow. I sort of want that. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> I sort of want that to I happen. I do not think we saw this coming. <laughs> no, we had Rocha all the way. How's the predictor wing? I think I've got you covered now because uh, uh, Hutchins beat St. Virgil's in the girls in Div 3. So I think I've... Uh, uh, actually... Uh, yeah. Mate, that's not um, the predictor wing. No, no. That's beer club, that is. Uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah. I haven't looked at I think up. I've... I did get half a vote on you with... South... Yes. Yeah. Which narrowed it up. But I've but, got two and a half. Uh, yeah. I think I, I think I got you. But anyway, it was good um, fun. Hey there. It's Wildess and Derek. Yeah, g'day. Make sure you follow, like, and subscribe way out in the wing. That's what you're listening to. We need your support. Get around us. Let's rip. Yeah, let's rip. Moving into Around the Grounds. Well, I think we've covered off. I think we've pretty much covered up on that. Covered off on that, haven't we? State League. Or the NWFL, uh, maybe cover off on that. State League, uh, well as we lot. said, Launceston 30-point winners. Uh, pretty much did it in that last quarter. Big Wagon winning the best on ground. He was a clear, very well. clear winner in my eyes. Well, I thought Jay Blackbury was probably, for me, I think a he, better player. I think he was second. second. Yeah. Uh, in the SFL, the prelim, Hewanville defeated How many, how many goals did Jay kick? Uh, Couple? Kicked one. One, okay. Uh, Zachy Morris kicked one. Yeah, I saw that. Late. Brennan Taylor, Brawler kicked three. All snaps, too, pretty sure. Uh, in the SFL, Hewanville defeated Lindisfarne to make their way into the what? The big dance. Jeez, we caught some <laughs> flack on socials uh, about calling it a big I'll dance. Have it a couple up. of people that we hadn't, they're, I'm sure they're not even listeners. No, but they're like, it's not the big dance, up. it's the grand final. Oh, I said, well, mate, God. Bracknell have called it the big dance. So I'm just running off, off them. It's quite. So, it's quite funny that. I mean, really, well, lighten up. That's what, Keyboard warriors. that's what Twitter's about. Uh, for Hewanville, Mickey Paul and Ethan Brock kick three each. Tubes' favourite players. 
Uh, and for Lindisfarne, Jack Gleeson uh, was named as their best player. Uh, so they go into the big dance um, at North Hobart Oval, which will be interesting. Maximum crowd of 5,000 at North Hobart. Saturday? Yes. Yeah. Pretty sure, yes, it will be because the women are at 1 yeah. o'clock on well, the Sunday. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were. But that have the underage and the reserves, so... I suppose you yes, want... Yes, it would be sad. 5,000 people from Hewenville and Signet, I reckon they'll fill that. Yeah, 100%. Easily. Oh, anyone would go. Uh, are we... The, uh, that's that's enticing. We've got we've got a choice this weekend. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I think, I'm thinking... A two and a half hour trip or an yeah. hour trip. Yeah, I think I'll I've go heard, out. I've heard good things about the canteen at Latrobe as oh, well. Oh, Off previous experience too. Excellent. Yes. At chips. I was disappointed with... Both Saturday and Sunday, no chips and gravy. You sure? Yep, it was tomato sauce because uh, North. It was the NTFA North Launceston didn't have the kiosk. It was the. I'm sure the I Lions. saw chips and gravy no, yesterday. No, no, this wasn't yesterday. This was Saturday. I was oh. eating Camber Bear yesterday, mate. I wasn't eating chips oh, and gravy, mate. I was doing wing reports down on the boundary. Uh, NWFL. No SFL women's. No, so Division One Grand Finals. So three Grand Finals for the divisions. Glenorchy Women's, uh, who now play in the State Series, defeated Claremont Black. Uh, pretty convincingly, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty convincingly. Yeah. 68 to 32. Uh, in Division 2, our girls, uni girls, 8-1-8-1-49, uh, defeated Signet 5-7-37. Uh, and then in Division 3, Hutchins got rolled for their first loss of the... No, I'm only joking. Hutchins, 12-10-82, defeated St. Virgil's. Zero, zero, zero. So they have gone through a season undefeated and then kept a team, team scoreless in a grand final. Are I've you never, I don't think I've ever heard of that happening. That is unbelievable. If you've done that, you are, that is horrible. Send, that if is, you've heard about that, oh my gosh. Send us an email or hit us up on the socials at Way Out Wing, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, the, um, Tinder. OnlyFans, Only no, not yet on OnlyFans. Yeah, if oh, you've heard oh, of a, uh, <laughs> go on. What were you um, about to say? <laughs> if you've heard of a grand final performance where a team is held scoreless, oh, that can't. No, hold on. Are you telling me they won every game yep. and kept a team scoreless? That and I'm going to go has through. Got, hold on, that has got to be um, an Australian record. No, it's got to be Tasmanian Hall of Fame inductee to be able to do that. Oh. Who 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 was the lucky person to win best on ground for a day like that? I mean, they'll never be uh, forgotten about. Well, I actually don't know. Or uh, actually, forgot, forgot well, already. best players for yeah, but it doesn't have to be the named best. It could be well, someone could have this. shown and not got uh, the coaches. Cara Cara Rita, apologies there. Well done, R. Cara Rita. Um, yeah, that's a phenomenal achievement. I feel I feel for the St Virgil's girls. No one would know how they feel, but anyway, that's, I wonder if they uh, had any shots on goal. St Virgil's girls hit the point post on the full. Uh, as we covered off, NTFA, Bracknell over South Launceston. Uh, they set it up in the first quarter with a four goal to nothing first quarter and then sort of held them at arm's length there. Uh, who got the best on ground? Oh, Dutchie did. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what? I was, just spoke to him was, for 45 when minutes. When I was doing this, I was trying to think uh, who got that. But yeah. uh, in the I, end, I, I tell you, sorry, in that, in that game, and again, I reckon uh, Dutchie played very well, but I reckon Maddie Dennis was... Um, was Stiff, but there was a there was a moment, there's a passage of play up the northern end where um, Kurt Hibbs, who was clear best on ground for South, he'd kick out and he kicked straight down Matty Dennis's throat. He clunked this pack mark. He's gone back. 
he's kicked out straight to Kurt uh, Kurt Hibbs, who's taken a ripping mark in a pack. He's kicked back out. It's gone. It's gone back to Maddie. Maddie's kicked back in. It's gone straight to Kurt again. Then he thought, oh, I better go. Out. I better it. go out the other side. And he went. He went down the left. But he was. Uh, he was awesome. And just a quick mention before we go on that game, um, young fella Tom Beaumont, sixteen-year-old uh, kid. He was awesome. He's he's a he's a sixteen-year-old in a man's body, and he's a beast. And, and he'll be a very good player when he's interesting. Old. Late in the game, when South needed to really put the burners on to to try and catch Bracknell, he was starting in the centre bounces as a sixteen-year-old, big-bodied awesome. on baller against Maddie Dennis, Josh Holland, whoever else they had running around in the in the guts. Fair effort. So mm. keep an eye out for Tom Beaumont. Well done, Tom. Uh, NWFL, there was a prelim. Penguin over Wynyard by almost 11 goals. I uh, I had a chat to a Wynyard player on Sunday uh, and asked him what happened. Well, they lost. Mate. And he said, yeah, I don't know, it just wasn't our day. That's going to be a great grand final now, though. Well, yeah, that's Penguin going to the, uh, into the grand final against Devonport, uh, which will be at La Trobe on Saturday. We are there. I reckon there's a good chance. Yeah. Reckon there's a good chance, um, and yeah, that's that's the round. So why don't we? I, I, we didn't, I didn't have one game. No, I one know you, for me. your research this I'm week done. was uh, no wonder you're so relaxed. Yeah, uh, getting here. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Walk straight <laughs> in, <laughs> you beauty. And it was only when Sorry, I was, was doing this, I was like, oh god, Far this league's mine. This league's mine. <laughs> uh, so speaking of the uh, the NTFA Premier Division. Yep. Let's throw now to a little chat we had with the best on ground performer, Josh Duchy Holland, about how he saw the game and uh, his insights to Bracknell and this season. Well, um, we are joined very illustriously by arguably, and I'm not talking about you, Worm, but uh, one of Tasmania's uh, most decorated players. Uh, I think the stat I heard today was eight grand final wins. Is that right? For four best on grounds. That's, Josh yep. Dutchy Holland, welcome yep. to Way Up in the Wing, mate. Uh, thanks for having me, fellas. Du- it's um, good to be on. Dutchy, uh, congratulations, mate. You're fresh off the back of a premiership with Bracknell, your eighth flag. That is a phenomenal effort. You, yep. On the weekend, you got your fourth BOG out of those eight premierships. Talk us through how that was and... Even though yeah. you were, even though Pagey was named first best in the paper, uh, you don't don't yeah. don't worry about that, Josh. Don't worry about. No, nah, look, <laughs> it'd be embar- when... it'd be embarrassing if you got the medal and you weren't named in the best at all. A bit like you were. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that, yeah, you, you still you still got that one. But no, actually, mate, I I, I also had a question while Wilders talks about that. I I thought you were fantastic, but I thought the two big boys, and in particular, in particular, I thought Matty Dennis was exceptional on the day. But um. Yep. You said you had a hard tag, so yeah, what what was it like, mate, getting that fourth one? Yeah, so I was very honestly very surprised when my name got read out. I, I had four other four blokes in mind. So I had I had Pagey, Matty Dennis, Nick Mitchell, and I thought Glenn Dawson did a good job down back on Bart. So they were they were my four picks. Um I really was a little bit surprised when I got it, but Hey, I didn't vote for it, so there's not much I can do no, about that, it. That's exactly right. How how have you enjoyed the season out at Bracknell? It's obviously it, it's a big manoeuvre at the start of the year to go somewhere where you haven't played before and into a you haven't played in TFA football before. So, um, how was the year for you? Yeah, look, it was um, obviously you know Brett Mantle. He, he he was on to me pretty early after we finished the year. 
in 2020 to um, have a chat with him about going up there. Um, but yeah, I, I, moving along with the other four coastal boys, it, it made, made it a lot easier having four other guys going up with me every week. But the club itself, Bracknell, I mean, most footy clubs are really are good anyway, but Bracknell, they, they just, um, they're that hungry for success, mate. And it was so absolute pleasure to be part of that. It didn't just fall upon them. They've been close for a while. We just happened to throw a few extra boys into the mix that have had a bit, bit of finals experience. Um, but yeah, the, the journey itself has been unreal. Like, they've been very professional. Um, but we also had a lot of fun along the way as well. So um, yeah, look, I've really enjoyed it. It was hard to find my feet earlier. I had a lot of injuries at the start of the year, hamstrings and groins and bloody all types of stuff. But I was pretty lucky the back end of the year. I got through injury free and well, you played. You, you played twenty out of the last twenty-three weekends, which is probably a testament to how you train and prepare for your games and stuff, mate. Yeah, look, I, I train. I still train four days a week. Some some days five if I feel like getting up on the Friday morning as well, just to tick the legs over. But um, yeah, I, I try and look after myself as best I can with food and water. The boys at work carry on about it. I reckon I'm a bit carried away with it, but it seems to be working. Well, a few, well, of, the, few of the broccoli Snapchats that you constantly send through to me. <laughs> yeah, and look, I still enjoy beer and, and carrying on as much as anyone we else. We all do. During the week, I try and look after myself pretty well, and, and Friday nights, you have traditional pasta and just the same old footy stuff, and yeah, I, I do try and look after myself as best I can. So, Dutchie, just uh, what, what, what do you say to the people who, and there's plenty of them, the keyboard warriors. What do you say to the people that say, oh, Bracknell, they bought a flag this year. They got Dutchie, they got the boys from Northern Territory and the Northwest Coast and they bought a flag. What do, what do you say to them? Because I, um, you had uh, uh, Anthony Taylor, um, I mean, he mentioned it, but he didn't say in a derogatory way. He said, look, you've gone out, you've got these players, but it takes more than just buying players. We've played against teams who have tried to do it. Um, yep. but they've failed because they haven't gelled. So so I suppose a two-part question, what do you say to people in regards to that and what, what made Bracknell different this year in the way you, you gelled together to, to make sure it wasn't just a bunch of blokes, come, good footballers coming together and you were, you know, that one unit? Yeah, I, I guess when um, I spoke to Mance, Brett Mansell at the start of the year, we, he, he, I helped him with a bit of the recruiting and he said, he said we want good people, not just good players. So... I just gave him a list of blokes and said, these are all gun players. They're great people. And only me and Sammy Douglas have won flags, but the other three hadn't, and they're, they're all hungry for it. And, um, yeah, just to the keyboard warriors, like, they don't know what goes on internally. They can, they probably think we're all on two grand a game and all this sort of stuff. Well, it's, it's, it sort of does your head in a bit because um, we – I went up there simply because Mance wanted me to help out. He said, we just need a little bit more experience to get this side across the line. And like you say, you've, I've played against teams that have tried to buy premierships. I won't name the, a team on the coast, but they've tried to do it for years. And we've beat them twice in Grannies, and it was an absolute pleasure <laughs> to roll them because they just not they just weren't tight-knit groups. They were blokes pulled from all over the coast and the state. And we sort of, or Bracknell sort of pulled them all from one area, apart from Maddie. Um, they weren't sort of straggled all over the coast. Yeah. Now that's just a snippet of our chat with Dutch. If you want to listen to our full chat with Dutchie, once you finish this episode, of course, jump across to the bonus interview with the great man wherever you're listening to this or on your podcast channel of choice. Just search Way Out in the Wing. And remember, 
Leave us a review. Rate us five stars if you reckon we deserve that. Otherwise, let's jump back into the wing episode. Rightio. Oh, Wowee. Geez. What a gun. Decorated. What a jet. Decorated. Good bloke. Just seems like a genuine, nice guy to talk to, actually. Can sing, can dance. Yeah, so let's... Can guitar. play guitar. Really? Yeah. He... So elaborate oh, no, on the, elaborate on the, on the pony song. Is this just something he's he's come out with? Yeah, no, he just, he just, no, no, no. He just he normally gets on the microphone, so he doesn't normally have a guitar uh, with the song. He right. just some and the one time they did it at North, I don't know what time of the evening it was, but uh, he just heard this singing, had this song start, and then all of a sudden, and because Dutch, D- Doug wasn't there. No, he wasn't because Dutchie's two foot seven. <laughs> You just you can't see him for a while, and then all of a sudden you just hear this voice of angels and just, voice of you know, angels. And then he has these maneuvers and stuff. Really? I'm pretty sure I have does a memory. Out, does he pull out the worm? No, pre- no, I'm not sure if he's built to do the worm. He's probably do the slug. <laughs> yeah, more the stop, drop, and roll. Uh, I have this memory, faint memory of uh, him doing. Um, <laughs> Whoops! I've just put. <laughs> I've just put Pony on, but Charlie's listening to it in his bedroom. <laughs> on Spotify. Whoops. Uh. Yeah, and he gets very much into character. I also have this recollection of him sorry, sorry. doing a sorry, Michael Jackson dance and oh, stuff. Oh, really? Awesome. D- Dutch, I'm not sure if that's right or not, but my memory gets a bit hazy. I like it. Uh, we... Did you have any player of the finals series or with the two? Oh, I reckon it's there are two um, tight games and without a huge amount of standout. Yeah, my I, my suggestion is um, from South Launceston, Tom Ramoth. Yes, his off-field performance was almost second to none. Well, it's 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 almost worthy of giving him a premiership medal from somewhere. Just finding him one. <laughs> just just du- give him one. Dutchy's for... got some spare. Oh, he's had, he's got plenty. Dutchy doesn't need any more. And he's got four he's got four best on grounds and eight premierships. Give him one of your twelve, Dutchy. Um actually I'll tell you another one off the top of my head. Good listener of the show. AD McHenry. Yeah. Tied one on last night. Did he? Yeah. With you. No, well I left. We, was he having red cruisers with you at eleven? The last drink that I had was a red cruiser because I just needed to clear my palate. Uh, evidently, he went on for another four hours. Didn't get home till four a.m. Oh, really? Yes, you heard that, kids. Sunday night. That's, um, that's this morning. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, nice. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wildus and I'm Worm. With thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Moving into communications, you yeah. got some. I got. We had Gilly slide into our DMs this week, making us aware of a uh, a potential opportunity goal of ours that we've been seeking. Yep, and it's nothing to do with the recording contract. No, well that's that's sort. That's been it's been accomplished. That one. We're just waiting we on the release it. date. We just need Warner Brothers we to... We did another cover today. We just need we Warner sh- Brothers to sign the movie deal. We've got to shoot the video clip when the when the weather warms up. DreamWorks are in production with that. DreamWorks. So, yeah. um, there was correspondence by a, a young we kid. we were getting Glover Media. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, they, they're producing it for us, but DreamWorks want to do the video. Oh, okay. Uh, young, a young young kid um, by the name of Charlie Demden slid into our emails Um Hey Dad, thanks. hey Dad, have you checked your emails thanks. yet? <laughs> thanks, Charlie. He wanted to 
um, just give you a little nudge in regards to your editing work. He likes listening to the well, podcast going to bed and he can said get can Wilders he said can you guys stop talking so much crap and so Wilders can edit it quicker so I can listen he to told it on a Tuesday. Us to not talk so much crap. From a kid that doesn't listen no offense Charlie, I love you to tears, mate, but you have two ears and one mouth and they're meant to be used in that ratio. There you go, Charlie. There's some advice from Uncle Wilders. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> talk Talk a little bit less and listen a little bit more. But anyway, he just, look, I'm just passing on the emails, the correspondence. So I'm disappointed. Um, no no emails from Hayden this week. I'm a bit sad. <laughs> uh, come, actually, on, come on, Foxy. Pick up your game. I can't remember if we mentioned it last week. We are fully on board as sponsors of the North Texas Devils. You didn't, only because we finally worked out what was needed to pay and we arranged yeah, so full we've, payment. We've, we're on. We've transferred that. Brown who, we, pa- who are we sponsoring? D Mace. What's he known for? The captain. Oh, and a really cool. bad nickname. D-Mate. We yeah, have we... to come up with better. So his yeah. name, Daniel Mason, pretty sure. Yep. The D-Mace, listeners. How are you? We need to come up with a better nickname. And I'm happy. We don't often do this. You can normally not request your own nickname. Yeah, I'm. I'm no. But I... if D-Mace, you're listening to this, I know you will. You want something? We need something to pump you up more. Just let us know, mate. Let us know what you want to be called. Or I mean... any of the Devils players. Give us something. Give us a snippet that we can work with to get Demos out, like the the rugged panther or the yeah backhand panther. Or no, I didn't say that. You said that. What? What do you mean? What's that? The stranger. Just anything. What about just the um the Houdini? The Houdini. We're bordering on um, Dylan and friend. No, we have to it? edit this out as well. Yeah. All right. Um. Radio, time on. I was just trying to find one more mention of... Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Do you message a lot of blokes on um, Instagram? Jade. Skip. No, no, no. Jade uh, Barringer. Oh, yeah. yes. She sent us a photo at the gym. She said she's, she tweeted her friends in regards at uh, up at Georgetown, G-Town. The capital. Said, I just forgot I was at the gym and pissed myself laughing out loud to today's episode of Way Out in the Wing. So... Jade, I hope you cleaned that up. And that was before and we gave her a shout out. Yeah, and then she heard the shout out and sent us a message. So I hope you you literally didn't do that, Jade. And if <laughs> you did, be pretty embarrassing if you did, the you, gym. you definitely wiped. Have you ever wiped down? Have pissed you, myself at the gym? Not at the gym. What about have you ever sharted in public? Um, another episode. No. <laughs> Uh, another episode, another, good another the, podcast. Good, That's good, Derek does, I reckon. Yeah, de- no, we don't want Derek doing that. No, definitely not. I love the good listener of the show has done that on a train station in London. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Shout out to Brad Kelly. What well on, Kel? <laughs> He's back. Yeah, I know. Yeah, is he listening in? So, gee, that was he a funny is day. now. That was the that was one of the funniest days. So we started. You were living. No, we're not doing the story. No, no, just quickly. You were living at that house in London. Is that right? Yes. yes. And we, I remember, we rocked up there in the morning. I think I was there the night before. Stayed on the couch, but we were we rocked up to the was it the Oval? Yes. There was an Australia. It was the cheap um, World Cup. What's that? The Champions Champions, Champions trophy, trophy or whatever. Yeah. Champions League Champions, Champions trophy. trophy. And uh, so we rocked up, and it was Australia v England, and um, at the Oval, and I remember we packed up a heap of toasted sandwiches in foil, took them in, loaded up our, our undies and socks with little mini hip flasks of grog. My gosh, did we give them a good tipple. And it was the it was the game in Where? which 
everyone stormed onto the field. So if you you searched it up, oh, that been two thousand and five, four, five around then. Um, yeah, everyone stormed on the ground, and there was like chance and waits and waiting, waiting, and then someone would run on and try and get the past the guard, and he'd de- de- put a decoy in for someone else. But I remember um, I might have caused a little bit of a Barney in the crowd. We so were making trapped off. We were making we were making the snakes <coughs> out of the cups, and I was. I had a few on board and I was just yelling out, Charlie, don't listen to this. I was yelling out, throw us the cups, beep, beep, throw beep, us the beep. cups. No, no, bring, give us the cups. We're making the snake. And next thing you know, just Legend. got bombarded with all these cups and the New Zealand guy. No, it was Australian New Zealand because the New Zealand guys were in front of us, just arced up and turned around and said, right, enough. You know, that's it. No more. And, Obviously, a few of us started chirping, and it was on. And they were trying to swing at us from below. And then, do you remember who jumped from nowhere? The Russian Cossack. We had not. We'd played footy with him at uni. It must have been when was that? Oh, two or three years before. Next thing you know, we're in the middle of London, and he's jumped in behind and just saved our bacon from these New Zealand. It was amazing. It was just, and then he then he went. He was gone. It was like not a guardian first, angel. Not the first time that you started a fight and then had had to have someone else finish it. <laughs> well, thanks to Shawnee Smith. He um, he was the only guy that saved me one game of. So actually, speaking of, who was Dutchie talking about? The guy who played in a heap of games and grannies, but that was his first premiership. Trent Page was it? Yeah. Well, Shawnee Smith was the same. He played in a truckload of games out at Longford and a few other grounds, and then came to Scotch and won. Oh no, Trent five or six, always but, played at Bracknell. Yeah, but well, just hasn't. That was his oh, first. Yeah. So yeah. Um, speaking about but London, Shawnee Smith uh, saved me when I was a bit mouthy in a in a game of footy, and I thought, oh, it's all right. I'm on the ground mouthing off. But one of my teammates, all my teammates, will come and save me. So no one, no one came except Shawnee Smith. Thanks, thanks, fellas. I think we all said let's uh, not he, go. He'll be right. Funny you say that. Fighting uh, New Zealanders in London. I remember having a scrap with probably 90% of the same people that you were with against New Zealanders after a rugby game at Twickenham. <laughs> so it was walking, walking oh, not me the, then. It's you. The You're the issue. No, because I wasn't at the Oval game. Oh, were you? Were no. you there? No, I was Why in France. You? Oh, right. Yeah. Smart. Eating camembert. Smart move. Uh, <laughs> moving into time on. We, we digress. Yes, we digress a lot. That's all right. Uh, next, uh, hang on. Next week, we are going to have arguably our biggest scoop of the year. We oh, are going yes. inside. This is massive. The AFL Grand Final Week. We have an inside line there. We're going inside the bubble, like inside literally the inside the final. bubble so, of the Premiership favourites. It's huge. It's massive. So this time next week, we'll... Okay. Actually, I'll tell you what. Here's a good a, one. I no, a separate episode. If you've got a question, if you want to know what a team's doing inside the bubble over in Perth, so we're going to speak to someone from either Melbourne or Western Bulldogs. If you've got a question for... And it's a player. If you've got a question for them, let us know. Send us an email. Hit us up on the socials. At, at Way Out Wing. About what you want to know, how the Perth bubble is... Um, how uh, playing night games or twilight games at uh, Perth Stadium, what they're eating for the week with a grand final parade. That's the, it. The warm-up to the game. The, the media, you know, what's it like in Melbourne compared to, 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 to Perth. Yeah, or especially in the lead-up to a grand final and stuff. Um, if you've got those questions, send it in to us because this time next week, 
We'll be chatting inside. We'll go live inside that bubble. It's actually massive. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to so make sure we do some research. All will be revealed next week. Um, I love the I love the Melbourne and Western Bulldog supporters um, who are having a or the media that that are out there saying, "Oh, poor Melbourne, poor Western Bulldog supporters. Um, they can't watch their team play." Uh, the grand final at their home venue. Brisbane, yeah. Sydney, <laughs> West Coast, West Coast, Adelaide, Port Adelaide. Oh, Port Adelaide can't make grand finals. No, that's right. Any team, Fremantle, yeah. whoever it is. I still C- think GWS. You know, I uh, it's still quite funny. Think they do it every year. The MCG grand final needs to happen. I think the precedent's now been set, and I know there are licenses and contracts in yep. place. So it won't happen until after it, 2057. Yeah, I think it needs to go MCG one year, somewhere else the next year. So Back to MCG. Yep. And whatever the teams are, it's so be it. We're a national... It's a national competition. So, well... And I reckon two years ago, I would have but, argued completely the other way. Yeah, I'm still against... The, I'm... I'm I don't like the night game. I get the entertainment factor, but maybe start it at three or four and then and it finishes at, you know, late. But seven o'clock's no good for a start time. But anyway, we'll, we'll, well move on from that. But I, I'm with you, mate. Melbourne, and then next year it's Sydney. Melbourne, next year it's at Adelaide. Melbourne, and who cares if it's only 40,000? It's still packed. It's going to be huge. Imagine if... Well, it's a bit like that. Imagine if at, at Utah. Utah Stadium we had the grand final. Like That would be... And you knew... That if it was going around the states, that once every fourteen years, it's going to be in your state. That would be that would be phenomenal. Um, I forgot a story I got out of a legend last night. Just quickly before oh, you go, God. There. I am so sick of this interrupting. <laughs> yes, the the, uh, the um, NA, uh, not NHL, the gridiron. The what is it in NFL? I don't know. You're telling the story. The I'm NFL. Not, I'm not the, listening. In the US, they they do that. They set the ground in which the grand final is going to be at at the beginning of the year. The Soccer Champions League in Europe, they set the ground where the grand fi- where the final game is going to be at the beginning of the season. So I can't see why it can't be done after the, the rights have been sorted. Or, um, or buy them out. Whatever. So story. Yeah. Um, you must have got something. So it was a premiership celebration. I think it might have been... Uh, might have been mid eighties. Oh, so uh, go back. This is a story you heard from someone on Sunday night. Yeah, at uh, Utah Stadium. Yeah, I'm going to guess in the North Rooms rather than the Launceston Rooms. Well, the Launceston Rooms aren't at Utah's. Yeah, change rooms. They would have stuck around for a no, while, wouldn't they? they? I really? sorted out to Windsor pretty quickly. Really? They yeah. come up for a beer? No, God no. no. Gone. Okay. No, I don't know. Not a chance. Right. Why well, would you go? We never did. Yeah, but that's because we we just... You don't do it after a grand final. You don't go yeah. up. Yeah, you're right. You stay in the showers. Oh, my God. It's been a while, mate. Um, after, a, I'm pretty sure it was a premiership celebration, bloke known around the club, and again, the, I can't remember if he was a player or not, wore, um, wore Coke bottle thick glasses. Anyway, wasn't the greatest drinker, so immediately I'm thinking of you. Uh, <laughs> but he was standing at the bar... And he was standing up sleeping. Sort of Elton John glasses like. Oh, just big glasses. Anyway, he was standing at the bar, leaning on the bar, asleep. Anyway, this gentleman that I was speaking to, who remained nameless, took, got his glasses, went into the kitchen, grabbed a jar of Vegemite, smeared them all over the inside of these glasses, put them back on the gentleman, 
Okay. Oh, so, oh, so not the guy asleep. Someone else took no, them off him. Yeah. So <laughs> put them back on the guy asleep. <laughs> then got a few of these, few of his teammates <laughs> to yell and wake him up. Woke him up, and the first thing he said was, "Who's turned out the bloody lights?" <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I did have a good laugh at that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask how the cleanup went. Oh, it'd be horrible. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Any, no, anything that, else? Any other good stuff from the... You uh, probably can't remember much. You Nah, the, a few of the Longford boys came in at the end, actually. Yeah, good on them. Um, the two, a few of the twos players, a couple of senior boys. Yep. Ex is that, North. Is that because... Yeah, ex-North ex boys. North boys. Yep. Um, yeah. So, uh, Vegemite in the glasses. Yeah, that was a good one. That's I good. did like that. Um, so we've got our final two grand finals in the state this weekend: SFL and uh, in NWFL, NWFL. And, and the um, state series women's the women's yeah. Um, so with no AFL on, there is a good opportunity for everyone to get out and see local football this weekend. Yep. I reckon, well, you've got down south, you've got a double banger at North Hobart. Battle of the Hewan. It is a Battle of the Hewan? Yeah. Battle of the Hewan in, in Hobart. Which will get 20,000 people too if it didn't have limits. Yep. That's and then on Sunday, you've got the women's. Mate. Take your masks. Yeah. Otherwise, head up to La Trobe on mm. Keep an Saturday. eye out for the Launceston boys. I oh, know it'll be, it'll be on Wednesday when you get this out. They would have already been done. No, there's a tight-ass Tuesday-themed dress-ups tomorrow. I wonder if they'll get anyone that won't turn up in... In attire. Yeah. Tight-ass Tuesday-themed. Well, that's easy. I saw the North boys. They were in their gear today. Were they? Where yeah. did they... Uh, they at the club or...? Uh, no, they weren't. They were in town. You put the music on. Are we, are we yeah. finished? Oh, I had heaps to talk about. We'll save that for next week. I'm yeah. excited about getting inside the bubble. It's going to happen. Piercing the bubble. What are we going to call it? Popping the bubble? Bursting the bubble, wing bubble, Grand, bu- bubble, Grand. O, bubble O wing. Bubble O wing. That's not bad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> We're going uh, into we'll, the bubble O wing. We'll, we'll come up with something. Excellent. Remember, Thanks. hit us up on the socials at Way Out Wing if you've got a question for Grand Final Week. If you're still listening to us right now, uh, shoot us an email at Way Out. No, sorry. That was the wrong one. Way Out the Wing at gmail.com and I'll buy you a four pack of beer. Radio. Over and out. Peace out. Bye. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Out in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Out in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.